When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm joined by Victoria Scholar, Head of Investment at Interactive Investor. We're going to talk about the world of investment from a UK perspective. Uh, I mean, normally in the summer, of course, there's a summer torpor and we're desperately short of things to talk about, but not today. Where do you want to begin? Well, I thought it was worth pointing out that after the doom and gloom of the first half of the year, we are at least this week seeing a bit more positive sentiment come through. July was a very strong month for markets as well. Uh, we've seen the Nasdaq stateside rally by nearly 3% last night, the Russell 2000, which is a small cap index up by almost 3% as well. And the Dow managed to gain over 500 points. And uh, that sort of positive sentiment, of course, because we're talking about markets from a UK perspective, mm. has permeated across European markets as well, with the DAX in Germany trading higher and the FTSE MIB in Italy as well. Uh, the FTSE, though, is a bit of a laggard. It is trading just below the flat line. Um, but earnings very much front and centre this week again. But it's also this U.S. inflation reading that came out uh, better than expected or lower than anticipated. OK, well, tell us about that then, please. Um, U.S. Sure, inflation. So, so we, we, we're sort of expecting inflation to be unlike both the Fed and the Bank of England, who claimed it was all going to be transitory. I mean, most of the pessimists now are saying it's going to hang around for a long time. So is that that may be wrong, you think? Well, inflation has been one of the biggest worries for the market this year. It's essentially what prompted uh, the 2022 fair market. Um, and the Federal Reserve, as a result, has been raising interest rates to try and bring price levels back down closer to the 2% target. Now, we've spoken about this in terms of the US, UK context, but we're seeing the same thing in the United States. And interestingly, in June, uh, the CPI, the Consumer Price Index stateside, was 9.1%, which was exactly what we had here in the UK. Now we've seen it soften to 8.5%, which is still very, very high compared to where the Fed wants it to be, which is around 2%. But it's a signal that at least there could be a chance that inflation is peaking out. Now, when we dig into the number, we see that the reason why this number has pulled back is because we've seen a decline in petrol or gas prices, uh, as they call it, uh, at the pumps. It's not across the board. We're still seeing grocery prices move sharply higher. Coffee in particular saw a big jump. So we're not yet out of the woods. But given that inflation is one of the biggest concerns, if not the biggest concern for the market this year, it's very much been taken as a positive that mm. the number has come in below expectations. So you, you mentioned oil and gas prices, but of course, America is um, self-sufficient in such things, isn't it? So it doesn't have quite the same problems as most of, of Europe. Um, 
Do you think markets are being too optimistic? I mean, here we just get commentator after commentator talking about what an appalling winter we're going to get in the, the UK for most households, particularly those at the, the lower end. Do you think markets are actually looking f- through this now? They've priced it in or do you think they're just trying to ignore it? It's really difficult to say. I mean, I think if this does end up being the peak for inflation and given the fact that we've seen markets be very, very sensitive to inflation readings this year with the sell-off being prompted by this move higher in price levels, I think it makes sense for the markets to be rallying on a much more positive uh, CPI reading. But the Fed, which of course is the central bank that's controlling interest rates to try and temper inflation, is much more interested in the PCE prices. That's a measure of inflation that the Fed thinks is a lot more closely aligned to uh, what it's doing in terms of interest rates. But um, it looks as though we are still poised for a series of further rate hikes. You know, we heard from one Fed president, Charles Evans, uh, just in the last day. And he says that he thinks that uh, interest rates are going to move to between three and a quarter and three and a half percent this year. And then three and three quarters to 4% by the end of next year. Now, we're currently at two and a quarter to two and a half percent. So that implies that we're looking at one more percentage point move by the end of the year. So given the fact that the Fed has been moving higher since March, and we saw two 75 basis point increases in June and July, it only takes just over one more of those to get us up to where he thinks we need to be by the end of the year. So it looks as though the pace of tightening is likely to slow as we head towards year end, which the market also um, is very pleased about. Let's just uh, pause for a moment. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose with the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm talking to Victoria Scholar of Interactive Investor. Um, We've got UK GDP figures coming back home um, due out at the end of this week on Friday as we talk. Um, Of course, people might be listening to this. They may already know what they are. What what are we um, expecting? So the UK economy is expected to shrink by 0.2% in the second quarter. That's between April and June. That's according to a Bloomberg poll of economists. Um, And it comes after we had a rather stark warning from the Bank of England just last week that there's a recession looming in the final three months of this year that will endure until the end of 2023. So by historic standards, that's a pretty long recession, more than a year, a year and a quarter. Um, The last reading we had on GDP, we saw a positive reading. It was much better than expected for the month of May, but April saw a decline. So we're looking at another potential shrinking um, in terms of the growth figures between uh, April and June, and that could confirm what the Bank of England is suggesting that we are heading towards a recession. So I think these figures are particularly interesting or particularly important, g- 
given all this talk about an economic slowdown, fears of a recession, which when combined with rising inflation could potentially put us in a dangerous situation known as stagflation, where you have a stagnant economy and price levels rising and unemployment rises as well. Yes, and of course, the Bank of England recently, unlike Fed, um, saying they're expecting inflation of over 13% this coming winter, rather catching up slightly. Um, mm. Uncertainty is normally said to be quite um, bad for markets. You did say the FTSE was lagging some other markets, but I um, mean, the uncertainty we've got at the moment, of course, is we don't actually know who's going to be prime minister um, and what they're likely to, to do. But is that weighing on markets at all or they're just not bothered? Well, we have seen the pound hit a two-year low, uh, sorry, sorry, a two-week low this week against the euro, um, partly amid concerns about what we might see in terms of this UK GDP figure, but also because of the political uncertainty, I think, you know, international investors uh, will be wanting to see who the prime minister ultimately is and see what the path is going to be in terms of fiscal policy, because clearly the two candidates have very, very different approaches mm. about how they want to tackle the cost of living crisis. Uh, one possibly with a consequence of more inflation, the other possibly with a consequence of slower growth. Uh, so it's probably quite a difficult place to invest right now in the UK, given that political uncertainty. So it's sort of in a holding pattern, uh, waiting to see what happens there. Uh, so that we can get a clearer sense of where we're going in terms of fiscal policy, government spending and taxes. Victoria, thank you very much indeed. That's Victoria Scholar, Head of Investment at Interactive Investor. That's it from the Financial Outlook for Personal Investment. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.